Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. To the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I am grateful to have you here with me today. Thank you so much for pressing play. On this episode, I am going to be interviewing Nicole Caldwell. And man, this interview was super powerful. I feel like Nicole really covered some topics that we haven't dove deep into before. Obviously, we've talked about intuition on this podcast, but she really shares a lot about how to ask for signs from the universe and what signs from the universe might look like. And we dove into some info about energy healing. But what I really want you to hear in this interview is to pay attention to her story and pay attention to how much she has leaned into trust and faith along her journey and through many different adversities how she has maintained that commitment to listening to her intuition and a reminder that that's available for you as well. So I'm going to introduce Nicole and then we will dive into the interview. So Nicole is an intuitive energy healer, spiritual mentor, business coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She supports heart-centered and purpose-driven women leaders and entrepreneurs with creating a healthy work-life balance so that they can have more time, energy, and peace of mind to do what they love. She offers private high-level one-on-one coaching and group coaching. She facilitates trainings and offers transformational retreats. I know that Nicole also hosts women's circles and She is someone who brings community together, and that is a huge value of mine, and it brings me so much joy to see when other female leaders and healers are doing the same. So really grateful for the work that Nicole is doing here in the world, and I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. We will see you on the other side. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I am here with my guest, Nicole. So I'll first start by saying welcome to Nicole. Thank you for having me here, Amy. I'm so excited to, yeah, be here with you and connect with your guests. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here and really grateful to have you here today. We've been in the same mastermind for a few months now, and I remember meeting you at a live event and just remember, like, you've like my experience of you was just like so full of joy when you were dancing and just like really, really vibing off the energy of being around other really empowering women. So um, it was really fun to meet you there. And I want to share um, from my perspective, something, especially to my listeners and to you as well, that um, I want to first like apologize and really share that I haven't had any black women on my podcast and it's never come from a place of intentionality or it's never come from a place of saying I don't want, but there clearly has been an inherent belief system that was 
underneath in some way that created either like a, yeah, a barrier or a wall. And one of the things that I did want to share is that I've really admired your writing. I've really admired the work that you do in the world. And I'm actually really grateful for what's happening in the world. And, and that now I, that barrier is being shown to me. And now I get to share like your wisdom and many other incredible women of color and black women on this platform. So thank you for being here. And I want to apologize to you from on behalf of myself and of any other platforms that have, you know, been blind to what is real for you and what's real for you every day. So thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd love to share, well, first I'd love to hear from you a little bit about like how the last couple of weeks have been. I know that, you know, we've had a, we're in a huge transformation in the world. So I'd love to hear what your experience of the last couple of weeks have been in like a little summary for you. Yeah, sure. Whew. That's like, yeah, it's been, there's been so much happening not only for myself, but I can feel just like energetically, there's just been just, it's been a lot that I've been feeling that has not necessarily only been my own. And so at times it's been like really intense and there's times where it's felt like, what, what are we going to do? Like, how are we all going to come together? Because at times it just seems like we're like so far apart on so many different issues and perspectives and opinions yet through all of that, I also have found like so much excitement and hope for what is to come because we can't heal. We can't shift things without first looking at the shadow and what is there and we can't just sweep it under the rug. And so that's what like, it lights me up and gets me excited that if we're having these conversations that have maybe been more taboo in the past, this really means like this is a time of healing. And so that also gets me excited. It also, I feel like I've just ignited into my leadership and my purpose here. It was like, yeah, I was serving and leading and doing these things, yet I've been more vulnerable now than I've ever been. I've been sharing like the same message that I've been sharing, but speaking up more loudly and taking a stand and being more convicted and knowing like what I'm here to do is even more important now than ever to really be sharing this work. And I would be doing a disservice to not only myself, but to the whole by not sharing these things that I've learned that have helped me heal and that have helped my clients as well. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been like a roller coaster of things, but also I've seen the gift in all of it as well. And I think that's a pure reflection of the work that you've done yourself leading up until now as a healer and as an intuitive. And I just see so much of the work that that we as coaches, especially mindset and intuitive coaches, have been doing with our clients now, but now it's being shown on the collective level, on like a much larger level. And so it's familiar for us. It's still uncomfortable. It's still, there's still trauma. There's still shadow. There's still all of those things, yet it's not new for us, right? So I think that it feels like you're 
well-equipped enough to be able to see that there are beautiful gifts. And I did want to ask you a little bit more. You said right now you feel is the most important time for you to be showing up in and teaching this work. So I know you teach a lot about intuition and I'd love for you to share about how intuition plays into this time right now. Yeah. With so many different viewpoints, so many different narratives, you know, coming at us, it can be challenging to know what's true. Even myself as an intuitive with all of these things coming at me from different angles, it's like, well, what do I believe? What is true? And my intuition has been my biggest gift in that and being able to connect to my intuition, come back to my body and feel, does this feel true for me? Does this feel like or does it not ultimately, you know, as simple as that. And I feel more now than ever for us to be tuned into our intuition and know how our own unique intuition operates for us is going to help us sift through all of the noise that's out there and really get down to what's real because it's, when people are sharing their feelings, their feelings are valid, no doubt about that. But feelings aren't facts, right? Like when we're trying, when people are saying, well, this is exactly how it is. And okay, that may be true. Like that may be their experience, but like, what's the fact of the matter here? Because there's so many statistics out there, so many things, and we have fake news and what's not fake, what's real. And that's really where your intuition is your barometer of what is real, what is real for me. And sometimes what's true for you isn't what everybody else, the majority thinks is true. A lot of times it's different, right? And so being able to honor your intuition and take a stand for what is true for you is an act of courage, especially when it differs from like the majority of what maybe people are latching onto right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so much fear right now and you can't hear your intuition when you're so stuck in fear. So I think a lot of the tools that you teach your clients and that you use yourself to stay connected to love, to stay connected to your intuition are so important right now because it is really easy to get caught up in the overwhelm and in the noise and what everyone else thinks. And I, I love the point that you made around like right now, connecting to your intuition and seeing what your truth really is, is the, it's, it's the most powerful thing that we can do right now. So when did you first start to like get in touch with your intuition? Do you feel like you've always kind of had intuitive guidance or was there a turning point for you in your life? Yeah, like it's both. I, you know, as I've had more of this awareness now in this work, I realize I've been intuitive since I was a child because the, what I was told a lot as a child is stop being so sensitive, you know, and I didn't realize I was empathic at the time. I was feeling the weight of the world, feeling like, oh my gosh, it's my job and responsibility to have the world be a better place. And yet I was having prophetic dreams as a child. And I would have a dream and then it would happen in my reality. Or I would think about somebody and then they would appear. Or I would think something and then it would happen. And so that, it honestly scared me because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if I thought something bad, if this meant that that person, like, 
something was going to happen to them. And so I didn't have anywhere to go to really anywhere to turn to, to share what was happening for me to receive tools or to receive any answers to what was going on in my life. And so I kind of just numbed myself so I didn't have to feel so much. And that didn't really work very well because it led for me to depression and anxiety and numbing with food. And I was over 250 pounds at one point and I was like, just not very happy at all. And it wasn't until I had a breakdown at work when I was in corporate America to really like pursue something else to really like peel back the layers of of Nicole and all like the shell that I was wearing and really come back to feeling because I was really good at not feeling. And I knew that I needed to feel again. And that was my intuition leading me back <laughs> to myself. And, you know, I was kind of dabbling in that for years, like years on and off um, when I was in my corporate job of, okay, well, feels like I'm really intuitive. I seem to be able to predict things or things seem to happen when I think them. There's something here to this. And so I was always into psychics and mediums and things like that, but I was raised in a religious household. So that was like really, it wasn't something that was okay, but I still kept feeling called to that to that realm. And, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I kind of let that baggage go and pursued that full time. But the turning point for me where I could no longer deny that I was intuitive and that I was in tune with something greater than myself was when my mom um, had gastric cancer. There was one day I had come home. I just got this nudge. I just started thinking about her that I needed to go check on her. There was no logical reason why. I just knew, like, I just kept getting these repetitive feelings and this thought, like, you need to go check on your mom. And I had plans. Like, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go check on my mom. Like, there, I just need to go check on her. And I found her passed out on the floor. And from then, I knew, like, you cannot doubt your intuition anymore, Nicole, because that ended up being one of the last waking moments I had with my mom before she passed. And I knew if my mom was no longer going to be here in the physical form, there was work that I needed to do. And I wasn't going to let her death be in vain. I was going to do whatever I could do to understand my gifts and then be able to support others in understanding their gifts. So they don't have to lose a loved one for, in order for them to then, okay, now I need to pay attention that they can have this wake up call now before shit hits the fan, essentially. So powerful. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and pieces of your journey. And thank you for having the courage to follow your intuition and to listen to that calling. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I got full, full body sensations as you were sharing. And um, yeah, I think that, you know, there's many women who are in a space of where they're not sure if they can trust their intuition and, where, you know, maybe their intuition is calling them to not be working a nine to five corporate job and they keep getting that calling, but they're afraid. So would you walk through a little bit about what that process was like for you and like how long it took for you to actually answer that call and leave your corporate job? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's so funny because I just posted about this on Facebook the other day. It, I just, 
you know, I had a really great corporate gig. Like I was traveling around the country. Like, I mean, it was really great. (laughs) And, but at the same time, I wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore. It felt like I had grown past the job. And so there, I started at that time working with an energy healer, which I didn't even understand fully what that meant then, which is really funny. Like looking back, I was like, oh. And so I started working with her and my beliefs, um, my subconscious beliefs and things like that. And a lot of things started happening extremely quickly. I got, um, promoted to a different job because I didn't want to do this anymore. It was not feeling fulfilling. And it just like a lot of stuff started happening and I knew there was something there to it. Well, I, as I was getting more confident in like my own power, I, I said to myself, I, I want a new position. I want to do something else. I want to pursue like my own dreams, but I don't, I don't know how. And then a part of me didn't want to leave this job because I had benefits, stock options. I had been with this company for seven years. And so that was like that logical mind. Okay. You need to have like this, this, and this, but like the feeling with inside was like, Oh, you're done with this. And so it was one day on a Sunday at a taco festival. I told my friend, I said, you know what? I would love to get paid to leave this job. That would be the ideal situation to get paid to leave because then I would be able, I wouldn't just be walking away. Well, two days later, Tuesday, that same week, I literally got paid to leave my corporate job. I got laid off. And (laughs) I was like, wow, holy shit. Like I'm powerful. I remember like my mom would say, you know, be careful what you wish for. Like, you know, like your words have power. And, but I didn't really get that. And I felt like that almost came from like more of a fear place as opposed to like, you really are that powerful. So be mindful of the words that you're speaking because you're creating your life. And so when that happened two days later, I took that as a sign from the universe. Like you don't go back. And I have not gone back. Like, (laughs) you know, that was, seven years ago. And I, I'm like, I've never like looked back. There's been times where it's like, Oh my gosh, is this going to work? Cause you know, I've gone through, through different iterations of my business, but I knew that was like what I was supposed to be doing was supposed to be teaching was supposed to be like helping others heal through a holistic approach. Like I just knew that. And so I've just never given up. Like I've kept going even when it everything outside of me, like people were telling me you need to go back and get a job. Like I knew I like, that is not what was for me. I am meant to create my own way. I don't like being told what to do. (laughs) I like doing my own thing. And that was, and I'm very determined. I'm a persistent person. And so it was just through that and me trying different things to really find like what worked for me. And so I've just been so committed to making it work one way or the other that that's what's kept me going. And having mentors investing in myself, especially when it didn't feel comfortable or the numbers didn't like line up perfectly, like taking those leaps because my intuition was like, yeah, you need to work with this person. This person can help you. Uh, that has really helped me along this journey to keep going, having a great support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much faith. It takes so much faith. And <laughs> I can relate to that feeling of like everything lining up perfectly in the sense of like, great, 
great job, great money. In my case, it was being married and having a house and like everything lining up, but waking up every day and being like, wait, this isn't me. Like this doesn't feel good. And to think about doing that for the rest of your life, you kind of get to a point, at least in my experience, where it was like, I actually can't do this anymore. It doesn't even feel like a choice. Like I just can't. Yeah. And especially when you stop numbing, when you stop ignoring your emotions, they actually start getting stronger, which for some people, the reason why they're numbing is because they don't (laughs) want to feel that because it's scary, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really want to highlight because you said that you've been through many iterations and you've, you've had to be persistent. I would imagine that there's been a lot of emotions and that it's been really challenging as well. And I, I want to highlight that because I think that there's this illusion online that, you know, if you want to become a coach or if you want to become a healer, all you need is like your laptop and some words that you want to write (laughs) and like it's easy. And I think that the more that we can peel back the curtain that it's not easy yet. I wouldn't rather, at least I wouldn't rather do anything else in, in the world. Like this is what I'm meant to be doing. And when you feel that way, I feel like that's the determination that, that drives you. Yeah, 100%. It has not been easy by any stretch mm-hmm. of the means. Like there's been periods of time, right? Where it's like, you're so in flow and it like things are just happening for you. And you're just like, oh, fuck yes. Like this is what... Like, this is why I do this. And then there has been times where it's like, am I crazy to be doing this? Like, why am I doing this? It would be so much easier to just go back to work and have a nine to five. But then it's like, no, Nicole, you, I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to live some, like, I don't want to live for somebody else and create their dream when I have this big dream, like upon my heart. And that's the thing, like some people like everyone has their own role. Some people are really great at helping other people build their dreams and like, and they're fulfilled by that. And that's incredible. But I know that I am here to build a dream and have others who are, want to support me in that, you know, and that it's been hard. Like it's definitely, (laughs) it's like when I started, I had just lost my mom. And so it was like, I, I wasn't allowing myself to grieve. I was going back to these like old patterns of numbing, especially like being a medium and a psychic and understanding that like energy continues on. There is like life after death and like there is this spirit realm. And so part of me was like, well, you shouldn't be grieving, Nicole, because you get your mom isn't really gone. Mm. And that was keeping me from processing emotions because I was judging myself. And so that like, I feel like extended the grief process. And then I had a daughter, which I, you know, was unexpected. And so, and I had a lot of challenges come up, like all of this stuff that I thought I had healed came up again. (laughs) It was like revisiting, except now I was pregnant and bringing a new life into the world to now parent and guide them. And so that added, you know, that definitely added like another twist to things. Yet I knew it was all part of the plan. It was trusting, like, even though I don't maybe fully understand or see the whole entire picture, just keep trusting. And like, really like having mentors helped so much because there were times like they would see the things within me that maybe I wasn't seeing in myself. And it was like, really? You see like that I'm that great that I can have this impact? Like, okay, maybe like I can do this. And that has been just so catalyst, like 
such a key piece and like a catalyst for me in being able to like keep growing and up leveling, having amazing mentors and like an amazing community of like like-minded women to that are cheering you on and that are there to call you on your shit when it's like you're you're being crazy <laughs> and then we're like fuck this I'm like not doing this anymore like I don't know how many times I fired myself or quit and like rehired myself you know <laughs> yeah. but it's worth it it's so worth it because when you I just knew if I could affect one person it would be worth it yet it's been numerous hundreds, if not thousands of people, you know, that I've affected through women's circles, through one-on-one coaching, through having podcast interviews and speaking on summits and things like that. And that's what keeps me going is just seeing like the impact that me just showing up as myself is having on other people. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I know that many women who are listening right now are going to feel inspired. I think you just shared about two like huge life life events, like your mom passing away and your daughter being, you know, unexpected pregnancy, like two big things and to be resilient and to work through those and still maintain the trust. I'm sure there were moments where you're like, is like, is this what's meant to be happening? But to have enough trust and faith to move through that is incredible. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever challenges you're experiencing, you can create the career, you can create the impact that you want to have. And I totally agree that without the mentors, without community and coaches, like I know that I also wouldn't be nearly nowhere near where I am today and them holding that belief when we forget it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because you will forget about it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, There was so much goodness in there. I'm going to like go back and listen to it. And I'm sure there'll be a few more points that I pull out. But I'm curious for someone who has trouble trusting and like how they can start to open up to different like signs from the universe or how they can know that they're on the right path, even if things don't look perfect right away. That's probably been one of the biggest things too that have helped me to keep going is getting signs from the universe that it's like, Nicole, you're on the right path. And that's something that I have this, like I've really tuned in and just a hyper awareness around. And a lot of people are receiving messages and they're not realizing that it's a message from the universe. They're just chalking it off as like, oh, it's a coincidence or this is what happens. And so I find the biggest way the universe um, communicates through us is definitely through, it's going to be through your own unique guidance system. But a lot of times it's through animals. Like, you know, maybe you see a butterfly or a hummingbird or you're somewhere Like here, I live in the desert, I'm in Arizona, and I live in the city, yet there was one time like all of a sudden there was a raccoon on the side of the road, like that's not common. And so it's like beginning to like look around and become more present because if you're always go, 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 rushing to the next thing, you're not going to be present enough to receive those signs from the universe. 
Um, but animals is a way numbers. A lot of people like that's how I began my whole spiritual journey was through seeing 1111 all the time. Didn't know what it meant. Didn't know anything about any of this stuff that I know now, but I had this intuitive knowing that I keep seeing this number. I know it means something. What does it mean? And I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to know. I didn't even know at the time to like Google, cause this was back in like 2011, 2012 to like Google that. And it was one day I was at, um, I was in, I think Washington DC at this doctoral residency that I was running. And this woman was watching something on the computer. I usually don't ask people what they're watching, but I felt compelled to ask her. And when, you know, she was watching something on 1111, like something about this awakening. And I was like, I started crying because it felt like I finally had the answers to what this 1111 means. And so it may be 1111 you're seeing, or you see 222, or you see 777, and you see them on license plates, or every time you look at the clock, it seems to be the same time. Or you're, when you go purchase something somewhere, the total adds up and it's like a bunch of the same numbers that's a way spirit is communicating through you. And those numbers mean something. Um, another way is through music. So you could be listening to the radio or you could be at a store and all of a sudden a song comes on and the lyrics, they either remind you of somebody and that's like that person's soul speaking to you, or it sounds like it's an answer to your question. I've had it where I was at getting some leggings. I think it was at like Lorna Jane or something. And I was like asking spirit for like validation of something. And then these women were talking in front of me and all of a sudden I just heard something and I'm like, that sounds like the answer to my question. Like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, that spirit works that way or through billboards. I've had it where I have this question. I've just kind of left it in the universe, to like provide me um, an answer. And I look up and I'll see a billboard and it's like the answer to the question. And I remember one time I asked somebody else, like, do you think that was for me? And they're like, no, Nicole, it's just a billboard or blah, blah, blah. And it was like, then I started doubting. Maybe that isn't a message for me. And that's the, one of the biggest things I've learned as well is like your intuition is unique for you. It's not about you ask, especially somebody who's like not in the same realm of like, intuition and development it's not for you to ask somebody like is this sign for me or unless it's like a trusted mentor or friend that can support you with intuition development because mo it's this message is not for somebody else so to them it may just be a billboard but to you that may be like the answer you've been waiting for and so just allowing yourself to open up to seeing the signs around you and then giving thanks when you see them like thank you spirit universe god whatever word that you use like thank you so much more please and like the more that you notice them and give gratitude and thanks for them you're gonna experience them more and i just kept seeing numbers over and over again and i started learning what different numbers meant and then i took it upon myself to because my clients or people that i would meet would ask me, what do these numbers mean? And I'm like, okay, spirit, like, give me, like, I'm going to just download and channel like this guide of like the one through nine, what these numbers mean when you see them. And so I can just give that to people to help them uncover these messages from the universe. So amazing. And I love how you really mentioned that there's such a variety of different ways that spirit speaks, that universe speaks to you. And once you start tapping in, I don't think there's a day that goes by where I don't have some type of sign and it's almost becomes part of my life. It's just yeah. like this knowing there's no doubting 
and it's just like clear. And one of the things that I really wanted to highlight other than that you said, thank you. Like when you get a gift that you, or when you get it, when you receive a sign, it's almost like a gift from the universe. That's like, Hey, like I'm with you or like, you're not alone, whatever the sign means. And yeah, saying thank you and being in gratitude and you mentioned a couple of times that you asked for the sign. So I think that's a really important piece for people to know is that you could open your eyes and be looking around, but if you're not asking questions, if you're not letting the universe know that you're open to listening, that you're open to receiving this guidance, you're not going to see them. You're not going to see them as much. So um, I love playing around with signs and you can't get it wrong. Like it's really, you can start to get curious and have fun and play with it. Definitely. Yes. Like (laughs) for sure. Asking is so, it's so important and detaching, like, you know, cause a lot of times then sometimes I've seen, you know, people will ask and they're like, well, where's the sign? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And it's just about asking and letting it go Mm. and then being open to noticing the things around you because it will happen. And it always does. And if for some reason it doesn't, ask again. Or if you're not sure, like, well, was this the sign? Did this mean yes? Did this mean no? Ask again. You can't ask too much. But at some point, you do have to take action, right? Like, you can't just, you can keep asking, but the answer is not going to change. Like, and you can always change your mind if you go, if you think it was yes, and then you do it and you find out, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. You always can change your mind and the universe course corrects with you. Mm-hmm. Goes where you go. I can intuitively feel a bunch of light bulbs going off for so many people right now being like, what? That's how it works. So <laughs> thank you for breaking that down. And yeah, I love this idea that you can't mess it up. It's like, you can't fail. Either you're going to follow your intuition and it'll lead you somewhere and you'll be like, Oh, actually that doesn't feel good. And you'll learn something and you'll take that lesson and message and you'll keep course correcting until you continue to get closer and closer to your highest alignment. And it's a process. It definitely doesn't happen all at once. So, um, (laughs) and it never ends. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I feel like life is so much more fun when we're in like really open to the guidance and seeing the signs. And, you know, some people might think it's silly or funny or whatever. People who are listening to this podcast probably don't, but I think that, you know, many people might laugh at it or be like, Oh, that's not real or they, whatever they're going to think. But I don't even care if it's really real. I feel like it brings so much more joy and playfulness and um, clarity into my life. So I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, me too. Because I'm so giddy. Like I am lit up no matter how many times I see a sign. Like I get so excited. And I have friends, they're just like, Nicole, that's just your life. And I'm just like, yeah, but it can be yours too if you so choose it to be, right? Because like now I have friends that maybe aren't in like as much into like spirituality or thing intuitive development or things like that. And they think like, that's just your life, Nicole. Like, that's why are you surprised? Like, that's what happens to you. And it's like, I'm always going to be surprised. I'm always going to have this childlike wonder. And 
it can be your life too. So, you know, maybe there's some of you that like, I feel called to share this, that you think, well, I never get signs or I don't see anything like that's great for you, but I don't get that. It can be like that for you too. It's going to be, you know, unique in your own way, but you can receive signs all the time. It's being open to it. And then also the language that you're using, right? If you're always saying, I never get signs. I don't get signs. I never get them. I never see them. I can't that's like those, your words are powerful. And so like, that's what you're speaking into existence. And so just being open, I'm open to receiving signs. I'm open to receiving them and you will begin receiving them. Mm -hmm. You shared such a powerful post and I'm sure some, there was, it must not have been easy to share, but you shared the other day about the power of your words and this Mm idea of like saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe in relation to George Floyd and the movement that's happening right now. And I think that it's so important that, that people do recognize how powerful their words are and the energy that that puts out and the energy that you feel in your body when you use those words too. So I know that you really work in the space of energy healing and plant medicine too. And, you know, those are spaces that I'm, that I don't necessarily work in. So I'd love to hear from you how energy can make a difference for people or people tuning in to the energy of their words and their thoughts. Yeah. You know, energy, I feel like it's an example would be, you know, maybe you're trying strategy, you know, you're trying to like do everything from the outside. You if you're launching a business and it's like, okay, I need to have these many emails or posts and you have a launch strategy to do that. But if you're not aligned energetically, it doesn't matter what strategy you have in place. You're not going to see the same results. And that's why there's some people who maybe don't really do strategy, but they're super aligned energetically to their message and to what they're sharing. And they get, unheard of results. And that's the difference in those things. Why for some people, some strategy works really well for them and it goes super far. And for others, it doesn't, it's the energy behind it. And we have these energy systems um, running throughout our body and depending on our life experience and what we've experienced throughout the day, some of those energy channels may not be flowing as freely or as clearly as they can. And sometimes you accumulate things where you're holding on and there's stuck energy or stagnant energy, I like to call it, in your body. So maybe you're not making as much money as you know is available to you because maybe there's something going on with you feeling safe and connected and supported in your body in like in your reality, maybe you had sexual trauma, you know, that's something that I've experienced. And I realized there was, it was hard for me to like speak up and speak my truth and to like connect and be, feel safe to express myself in like to be more feminine or to be more sensual or sexual without feeling like somebody was going to take advantage of me. Mm. And so like these, these, trauma experiences or past experiences and trauma doesn't mean it has to be sexual abuse or violence or anything like that. It's what you deem as trauma, something that happened that was significant for you that you weren't, you didn't fully process at that time. And if it hasn't been processed, it's lodged somewhere in your body and it's either showing up physically. If you have any physical um, pain, if you have allergies or, you know, discomfort within your body, there's something going on energetically that needs to be addressed and needs to be brought to the surface. So then that energy can clear and you can heal. 
because that's what our bodies are designed to do. They are designed to heal themselves given that they're in the right conditions. They're always trying to heal themselves. But if we're not taking care of ourselves in the best way possible, we can be slowing down our body's natural ability to do that. And so I like to use breath work. Um, that's a really powerful tool to really help with clearing the energy and getting energy moving. And plant medicine, um, using different types of plant medicine, whether it's essential oils or flower essences or herbs, you know, all the way down to, you know, psilocybin, um, hape, ayahuasca, like, you know, the full spectrum, it, you know, each plant medicine is going to speak differently to some people. Some people never want to do a psychedelic and that's totally okay. You don't need to do a psychedelic in order to heal, but it can be a very profound, powerful healing. If that's something that you feel called to and can help you heal. I mean, generational stuff in like a few journeys type of thing. Mm. And if that's not for you, essential oils and flower essences, like and herbs can help your body come back to balance back into alignment. So you're, so you can live from that highest expression of yourself. So you're not, you're not living the things that you've taken on and living through those you're back to who you truly are and not the layers of things that you've taken and put on the armor that you may be wearing. You can peel that back and be all of who you truly are at your core. You articulated that so powerfully and so well. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, this woman is so, so much magic. Like everything that you've shared today, thank you so much for sharing your essence and just being yourself and sharing your wisdom here today. I so appreciate it. And I look forward to continuing to learning and growing together, both in the mastermind and as healers and coaches together. So um, I'd love to share with everyone where they can find you and how they can stay connected with, with you. Yeah, definitely. So um, if you, you can find me on any of the social media platforms, Nicole Caldwell, and Nicole is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-L-E. And um, Facebook, Nicole Caldwell, on Instagram, Nicole Caldwell 888 those repetitive numbers there, <laughs> or you can find me on my website, www.nicolecaldwell.com. Perfect. We'll put all of that in the show notes for you. And you guys can go and continue learning with Nicole. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Send it to a friend who you think could use some inspiration today and share the love. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Feminine Frequency Podcast. Today, I have a special invitation for you. I am hosting a free online workshop this Sunday, June 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and this is my Confidence Codes Workshop. In this workshop, you will learn the four most common confidence blockers that are stopping you from showing up as the real you my top three confidence codes to get you out of self-doubt and to confidently show up as the real you. And you'll also learn what it takes to stop holding yourself back and to start taking action. If you would like to join me for this free workshop, you can click on the link in the show notes. You're also welcome to head on over to my Instagram at amynatalieco, and you can click on the link in my bio and you can register through there as well. So I look forward to seeing you this Sunday for the confidence codes and have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.